around me, man. Some people look at me weird. Give me these weird looks. And I don't understand, but I guess I could understand. You remember that uh, Christmas decoration you made for Archive for me? Yes. Uh, I gave that to the CEO of the company, and it was like I gave him uh, a a parking ticket. He was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. It was like, it it wasn't that bad, but it was like, really? Hold on. Which one did you give to him? I can't remember. The one that said, uh, yeah, I did uh, one with with the brand on it, the logo. This fucking company. And he was like, oh, cool, thanks. Maybe, Guy I, starts, maybe he already had one. He's got all the makings for an empire. And he's Spencer a, shows a little bit of initiative, has me yeah, yeah. laser engrave the company's logo onto a little piece of uh, a little piece of pine. So tree, he can add it to it. Oh, you know what? He's cookie. Jewish. That's uh, what it is. Oh, you Josh, fucking idiot. idiot. Oh, Josh, Spencer, what the fuck are you blaming you know me for? Because you're Jewish. So, oh, I'm supposed to know the guy starts a company. So he must be Jewish. Oh, uh, dude, it just that just hit me. I gave him a a Christmas tree ornament, and yeah, he's fucking. That was a fucking, That was a dumb move. You still have a job though, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I'm in the middle. <laughs> I've clearly hit my ceiling at this place. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I just put that together. Okay. Well, yeah. All right, that makes sense. Um. Well, way to go. Well, you know what? It's still a nice gesture. He could fuck, fuck off. He could have regifted it. He could have given me a dreidel with archive on it. And I would be like, oh, thanks. Cool dreidel. Appreciate well, it. Well, but can you regift it, though? Can he really regift it? Because then it just looks like it's swag. Right. Right? He, yeah. That's, that's you know bragging what? and swagging. Jewish right? or not, still a dick move for the way he reacted. Yeah I, I, yeah, I would be. Well, people give me tons of Christmas shit knowing that I'm Jewish. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't know why that's a problem. Is we're just you know we should be living in a society that exchanges cultures and you know that should be okay. Right. It's not like you gave him like a, a cross. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, ornaments. Pretty. I didn't give him a reminder of the Holocaust. I wasn't like that. Right. <laughs> like, remember when this horrible thing happened to a your cr- people? A Christmas ornament that says six million lives. Yeah. Never forget. I was like, it's something that. That's nine one one. Nine one one, nine eleven was never. Oh no! I think all of them fall under the umbrella of things we should never forget. You say nine one one? No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Is nine eleven funny yet? No, right? Uh, Still no. I, th- I feel like we're getting there though, because I had a really good joke that I wrote. That was, <laughs> I did. Well, we were because we, we were doing it? a writer's workshop. <sighs> yes, it was very good. I was like, God, my back is killing me. I had to get a new mattress. My back is so bad from sleeping that my sleep number is nine eleven. <laughs> Something along those lines. It came out much better the first time. I don't time. think that was the joke. That was the I, joke. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the other joke when, like, don't get engaged or married on a holiday unless it's nine eleven. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was fired on nine eleven. Not the nine eleven. <laughs> Not the one and all. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. Hey, while you're running out the door, don't come back. Well, I guess a lot of people, yeah. I guess a lot of people were technically fired on that yeah. level. Right? Yeah, I I was fired from like the the seventh from floor. Michael's not the 
Working for Michaels. I did work at Michaels. No, I was fired from like my when I moved to Boston. Um, fired from my my sales advertising job on September 11th, 2013. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, they I had to never they had forget. to wait the obligatory 10 years. Well, it was like <laughs> Yeah, it was 12 years, but it was like it was it's always a somber it well, it was until like kind of recently. I feel like it's not as somber on September 11th as much as it used to be. <laughs> we were maybe it was the Super Bowl or, or something like that, but I was with my roommate we were watching something like that and it they you know, the commercials they have like uh it's either like cancer awareness or 9-11 stuff and it's just like mm. but the guy who's just super inconvenienced and over that you're like oh god like, can we just stop talking every year we, right. every year we gotta do the whole spiel we gotta Very, take t- I gotta take time out of my day for fucking ugh <laughs> and then someone you know <laughs> the guy who's just like over it <clears throat> hi welcome to the world famous shit show What's up? Hey. We're all, the gang's all back I know. together. After the hiatus. <laughs> it's quite a long hiatus, really. I I was doing the math, and I think the last time we were all, the three of us, on a microphone together was in September. You were doing the math on that? Yeah, I did the math on that. <laughs> That's not math. That's like opening up Google Calendar. <laughs> I did the math on that. Yeah. How long did that take you there, Goodwill? Not not very long. <laughs> I, I kind of just saw the last time we posted one. I, the place is covered in chalk with all the math problems you've been doing. Yeah, yeah. You bought a red yarn and, and push pins everywhere. Oh, Goodwill but, hunting? Is that what you're Well, it, and then it evolved into like a sort of, you know, heist chase movie. Mm. Thanks, Sue. Yeah. Spencer, spent Sue and I did an episode Sans together, me, right? Yeah, without you, oof! It's like was it very spiteful? Did you guys just talk? Yeah, we, it was nothing. You guys just talk about me the entire time. How I'm not here. Uh, yeah, we did mention the reason for your absence, which was that you have been training, Super not busy. training, busy. rehearsing. Yeah, rehearsing. is I've it been rehearsing? In Russia training to fight Ivan Drago. Nice. Yeah, I don't get the reference. <laughs> Um, you're in a play. Yeah. Tell us about this play because I don't know if we touched upon it, but there's going to be some, some, some butt. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's called in the next room dot, 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 or the vibrator play. I guess I could have said ellipses. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Written by Sarah rule first I- performed on, uh, first performed 2009. Why is it named that? Well, is that the actual name? Or did she write like the vibrator play? Hey, you got to call it something else. No, no. I think she wrote in the next room, but she was smart because, you know, it's a, it's set in the late 1800s. It's a Victorian era play. Uh, and then she was like, oh, well, I want people to know this is about hysteria and vibrators and, and, okay. and things like that. And so I, I think she was very uh, smart to add that to get a little attention to Very it. Very interesting. Well, you know, I do produce a podcast called Sex Chat with Kim Ayers, and Kim Ayers was the original owner to the um, Good Vibrations sex shop in Boston, the first toy shop. In I remember Good Vibrations. Yeah, in Coolidge Corner. 
I'm oh, gonna, I don't remember it being there. There was take one her on to like this play. I think that she would be really good audience member. Yeah, it's it's got it's got uh, exciting, uh, obviously, draws with you know sex and, and orgasms and, and you know I play a doctor who administers uh, what he who he produces paroxysms. That's what they called them back in the day in his patients a release of the congestion in the womb and it oh. restores their health and. Yeah, the the release of that uh, will uh, will restore their their balance. You know, so you get them off. Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, w- women in, in well have not been very comfortable for a long time, but especially in this period, uh, wearing corsets, not particularly being sexually pleased by their husbands. Well, yeah. Shockingly, uh, so yeah. Yes. So there was it was quite a lucrative business to be a doctor who could uh, to do that. And before, and before the vibrator, they had to just do manual treatment. Was it <laughs> internal or external? Was, was there any like internal fumbling around? You talking about during the show? Like <laughs> no, I, I just meant during ah, the yes, time. Yes, on stage. Yeah. No, uh, no, I meant was it manipulation that during that time was it all external? Would he get up in there, or would he just diddle from the outside? I think is what Sue's asking. I th- I mean with a manual treatment I think you definitely get up in there. Uh, yeah, I believe. That's how I that's how I did it in in high school. And uh, we're uh, talking 1800s. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the doctor doing though? Is this based on a true story? This one isn't. No, this is a, a you know, fictional story. It it, it kind of also delves into the power dynamics between uh you know, a husband and his wife and and uh it has a you know, really a beautiful story about the wife of the doctor, who's really just the main character in the show, and her struggles with, you know, being a new mother and 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 comfortability with bodies and and ownership over your sexuality and things like that. Oh, it's a timely piece. Yeah. Is it? So was it written to shed light on women's issues today, or is it just kind of a feel-good period piece? Uh, that happens to you know that that coincidentally, I don't know has, if it was I don't know if it was written with the intention of shedding light on women's issues today, but it happens to be you know at least you know relevant. History repeats itself. We're not we're we you know we know what society is like, and uh, yeah. So I still think we st- a lot of the themes in the show are are battles that are still being fought today. Yeah. Well, it's about women's orgasms, which so it's a fantasy. Right, because um, okay. everyone knows that the clitoris is a myth. Yeah, U- unicorn we call it. All fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun, and I I get to be I have to be a uh, spoiler. Drum uh, roll, please. I appear uh, nude. No, don't do a real drum roll. <laughs> I appear nude on stage for the first time in my, oh my acting career. Gasp! Uh, yeah, can't wait. Now, are we if talking? If that doesn't sell tickets, I don't know what will. Are we talking full frontal? Uh, we no. I don't want to reveal too much, but uh, are we going to see your but, dick? Uh, possibly okay. depends on where you're sitting. You know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those seats cost more. Yeah. And we'll be fully refunded after the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, who in who invented the vibrator? Was uh, it Mrs. Edison? J W Vibe. Somebody. <laughs> in Ger- <laughs> yeah. Somebody in Germany, probably. Right. Yeah, they've been Gustav Vibrator. Yeah, the the Germans and the Dutch have been like 
They've been oh, doing man. this stuff a lot longer than the, the rest Chinese of the world. Too. They had those Benoit balls. Benoit balls. Benoit balls. Yeah, yeah, that go up inside you. Yeah, the yeah. dragon shoots out your ass or something. I don't know. Is that offensive? I can't tell uh, anymore. Cool. So maybe wow. you'll see Spencer's uh, tushy. We went to the movie theater for the first time in like two and a half years Yeah. to see The King's Man. Great movie, by the way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I love Huge fan of the uh, the Kingsman. It was good franchise. Franchise, yeah. Uh, and we went to what was it, City Walk, yeah, like Universal. AMC. Yeah. Now, the AMC at Universal City Walk is one of those theaters that's like we. This is on a fucking movie studio lot, essentially. We got to do it right. So they have the reclining chairs yeah. and the... Yeah, it's one of those. Bit, you know, a cup holder on each side for each person, you <laughs> no know. No cup holders. No fucking um, around there. And there's, what was it, one seat in between you and another guy. Not too many. It wasn't, like, crowded. I think it was two seats. He was all the way in the far right, and there was, yeah, two seats. We, we booked the tickets pretty early, and you pick your seats, so we got... We got like the best seats, so everybody wants to get as close to the best seats as they can. So they fu- like completely empty theater, and people come in and they're just fucking sitting like within two, three seats of us. The guy, I understand the idea that while you're eating, you can like lower your mask and then put your mask back up. Right. The guy next to Sue just straight i don't even think he walked in with one yeah he had no mask coming into the for me it's not so much the fear of covid anymore because if i truly did have it when they said i had it it was nothing i I didn't know that i had it i disagreed with the idea that i had it because i felt nothing it's not about getting covid for me it's more do these people in our society give a fuck about anyone else in our society? Mm-hmm. Can you can you follow simple rules? Yeah. Right? Like the people not wearing a mask just because well, I don't I don't feel like I need to. No offense to, you know, people from Alabama oh, or where, yeah. wherever. But like that, I, I'm talking Californians. I like, still I have a little bit of that in me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is like why Van Halen would put on the rider like no yellow M&Ms in the bowl. Just as if you can, if you can't follow that one simple thing, what else are you fucking up? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel with the mask thing. Right. Like, why should I have to wear a mask? Because because everyone fucking has to. I know. know. Because some people don't have to and you don't because everyone has to. I know. So I want to know what other aspects of your life you're that fucking selfish about. I think about that in ways like if someone's got really messed up teeth and like, I'd say like that can happen to anybody. But like, okay. By but like, not brushing, not like, not they're not taking care. What else are they not taking care of? Right. What's what's down here? Oh, yeah. Like, what's what's going on where the things you cover up? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you if you're neglecting the parts that we can see. Yeah. Oh. What's going on where the sun don't shine? Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. Right. Right. To the jungle. It's a bush. I want to watch you scream. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm with you on that one. I just saw Jason Isbell in the 400 unit at the Orpheum Theater, and I hadn't been to a concert in blah, 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 however long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I teared up. A tear came down my face when they played the first song. I was so happy 
I was like, oh my god, and, like the pressure of the of the what the pandemic, everything we we gone through. I was like, oh, to still to come back to this a good release, my favorite band, seeing them here, and the seats were fantastic, and it was wonderful. And hold but, on, what this concert was at the Orpheum? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I like that venue. Can I share saw, something, saw please? I have also teared up at the very same theater. Yeah. Oh, yep. When we uh, this is be. 2019 or 2018, I think. Went to see little Steven and the Disciples of Soul (laughs) at the Orpheum. And it was just like so many people on the stage, like a 30-piece band, backup singers, very soulful music. They made no money that night. They walked, each of them walked out like 20 bucks. (laughs) Jersey Sound, right? I just, it, it got to a point in the show where I'm just like, they played like one of their huge hits. That st- I don't think anybody else, even that I know, would know, except for Sue, because I play it all the time. But I just, I just went, yeah, you know, it's a powerful emotional thing that live it's music. called soul yeah. music. It, right? it, yeah, I forgot how powerful that was. Yeah, live it, music is amazing. I mean, I was tearing up at the symphony, and I didn't even have. Yeah, it. why though? Because I was out listening to, it was moving. It was yeah. an experience. I mean, we were practically sitting on stage too, but it makes a difference when you have nice seats. But I don't know. I was just out listening to people play amazing music. Like I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't even. Think was I, there a, what was it a particular symphony that you saw? The, the you mean like the yeah. Piece? What was the set list? Oh, it's Tchaikovsky and it was oh, like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah it was just fantastic. Good, it was just it was moving. I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't even sure I wanted to go. A friend invited me and I went and I was like, okay, I'm coming back from Mozart and Beethoven. I just just get them all. Just get them all in there. Might as well. But I want to hear a little more about Spence's because I'm not familiar with this band that you went to see. Oh yeah, so Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. They're from Muscle Shoals, Alabama, um, where, I, where I'm from, okay. and uh, I used to live in the same building as Jason Isbell, and also the bass player Jimbo Hart and the drummer uh, Chad Gamble live like uh, right down the street. So. so do they know you? They do, and like when they come to town, like I'll I'll get to like be well. This is different now because of COVID, but. Um, they, I'll just say it. Chad hooked me up with some tickets mm-hmm. to the show, and he was like, the "Day before, or a few days before, they're like, hey man, we sold out. I'm sorry, because uh, we had talked previously about me coming." And he was like, "I'm so sorry, we sold out." I was like, "Ah, oh, that's all right. I'm glad you guys are like the hottest ticket in town. Congratulations. Let me know if it works out." And he's like, cool. "That's exciting. Yeah, a uh, little, bu- little bit of a bummer, but you kind of going, all right, well." Yeah. But the day, day of the concert, like seven a.m., he texts me. He goes, "Hey, I got, I got the tickets you requested. Whatever, uh, they'll be there. We'll call." I was like, "Woo!" That so, motherfucker had the tickets the whole time. I know, I know. They didn't sell out. But yeah, so I was, I was like, "Oh, that's exciting." I thought like, "Oh, they'll be like maybe like mezzanine." Whatever. I don't know where they were. They were box seats, like box one. Ooh. I thought the usher had made a mistake when they let us. I was like, "This can't be right." Isn't that the best feeling? <laughs> I I couldn't I my jaw I couldn't pick my jaw up. I couldn't believe how cool this was. Yeah. And like the show starts, he like point like gives me a little point. Like I can see him. We can see each other from the stage. So he he knew where you were sitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah he just so he looked he was, up. He said, "What's up?" You know, he knew where I was, and it was I could not have felt cooler. I brought some friends with me. Uh, yeah, who were fans of the band, so it made me look. Oh. Really, really, really cool. I was, I was just about Chad to go back. Th- just about to go back through my texts for 
the invitation. I Do you, don't, I don't are you know. familiar with the band? Uh, yeah, I've seen them on uh, Facebook when you posted that. You exactly. Were, so that's why I, I thought about you guys. And I'm like, oh, it's what kind of music are we talking? Is it a? It's it's rock. It's it's Americana. It's it's Americana rock music. Yeah, yeah. That seems like a a band I would have enjoyed seeing. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, hope they'll be back. Hopefully, I'll and you guys can brush up. You know. Yeah. Are they on? Spotify. Yeah, they're on okay. all, all the I'm platforms. sure they're on all. Okay. So but Sean Colvin, I'm sorry, Sue, oh. opened, and I didn't know, I. everyone knows that song, Sunny Came Sunny Home. Came that was her home. mega hit in the 90s. Mm-hmm. We get there, she's already performing, she's opening. I'm like, oh, I don't know who this is. And then she plays that song. I'm like, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I looked that song up later. It was beautiful, by the way. She is fantastic. It, like. She was amazing. Song has to be from 1997. Yeah, absolutely. That's when it came out. You nailed it. Uh, it's about a woman who gets out of prison yeah. and sets her enemies on fire. Yeah. Which makes Woo. the song so much cooler to me. Uh, I'm going to give it a listen because I'll tell you this. Hate that song. I listened, uh, I listened to the acoustic version for the 30th anniversary. Very good. It seems like it would be like a Sandra Bullock movie now. Like a vehicle. Yes. The, the whole song is. No, yeah. It's a yeah, yeah. Bullock vehicle. She wants her second Oscar. But yeah. I, so, there are so many songs like that. Like uh, that song, Lullaby. Oh. The, sh- yeah. the other Sean. Yeah. Sean Mullins. I That's think, right. Right. All those songs came out when I was in like middle school to early high school. It's and like I remember. Cheryl Crow type music. But yeah. Cheryl Crow always fucking slaps i'm talking about all these one hit kind of wonder things from the late 90s when i was going i like i would listen to z100 which was like our top 40 station in new york and down with their the morning the z morning zoo Mm -hmm. and i just got to a point like going into maybe like sophomore maybe junior year of high school i'm like i can't live my life hearing the same fucking 40 songs over and over and over and all day yeah that's all you hear every morning you're listening to the morning show for like two of the three hours and you're just hearing the same goddamn things over and over then you got the afternoon drive you're just hearing the same same songs from the morning so i gave up on all the top 40 and i have this I have like this kind of negative connotation of all those Sean Col Sean Colvin, yeah. yeah, yeah, Sean Mullins, all these songs. Like this is when like Bare Naked, like One Week came out by yeah. Bare Naked Ladies and shit oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Lone Star had that song. It's well, that's been... when we were we were prisoners to radio, basically. Yeah, I, I yeah. This I was before iPods, kids. Yeah, I don't even remember. What, you didn't have mixtapes. Mix. I mean, I never made mixtapes. I remember mixed CDs. Oh, yeah, mixed okay. CDs. Uh, you never I, made your own little radio shows for fun? No. Really? I I, I, I remember cassette tapes briefly. Oh, well, and then uh, thank you. Then, then shortly after, moved into the digital of yeah. the, the age of the... Uh, compact disc. Compact disc. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I had... So I would... I had a little... Uh, not even a boombox, like a 
a small little radio, two de- two tape deck radio. Yeah, that's it. So who did the? Um, and I would. It had a record button on it, and I would just keep it in my room. I I listened to. I can't tell you how many of the Yankees World Series wins on that radio, and I would record them, just because, like, I, you know, this. This this drives me up the wall. That kids these days will never know what it was like to just have this fear that some piece of media will be completely inaccessible after it happens. Isn't that what NFTs are? Exactly. What? A non-fungible token. You can buy that now. You can buy that piece of history or media, and it's yours. Like a, like no, a I, I don't. I, I mean, like, like there were no reruns of fucking World Series games. You know what I mean? You've never seen ESPN classics in 1996. <laughs> no, I fucking had not. No, but they're on now. They now, run. yeah, now there's everything. So I'm, I'm going through my mental catalog of all the TV shows that I taped because who knew if you'd ever get to see them again? Comedy specials, what you know. And there's a little squabble in my family over some videotapes that I had taped over. Some <laughs> momentous occasions that have been weddings, captured. Some graduations. On. The birth of your sister. Yeah, my sister claims that I taped over uh, the video of, not, not her actual birth, but like moments later. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think, but yeah, there were a few birthday parties. It's what? Like, oh. But I got your crowning. Relax. Right. And now all of this. Yeah, yeah. It was always the Sopranos and Oz. <laughs> and I just, I, I've always liked having like an archive or catalog of, of things that I really like. Like I, I still have tons of DVD box sets because even as things were coming out like that, Right, you had like like I didn't know the Sopranos was ever going to be available on demand as it Willy soon Willy. after became. Then they came out on DVD. I was like, I got to get the box set because if I ever want to watch it in the future, I'm gonna have to pull out the DVDs mm-hmm. and watch them. This was still like when the when the DVDs came out. This was still like streaming had not existed. There was no streaming. Right. Yeah. It was before Netflix had. It, it went tape it on V, you know, just watch it live. Then you yeah, could tape it on VHS. Then you can get it on DVD. Then you could watch it on demand on like HBO on demand. Now you can just, I could tell fucking Alexa to just play it. Don't do it. Yeah, you can just pull it out of the air now. You can just pull any song or show. So was there another story about this concert? I thought we were... Talking about something before you went on air about you getting stood up. Oh yeah, oh, I got yeah. I got I got canned by a lady I was seeing. Uh, it was yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a bummer. We weren't seeing each other that long, but it was like kind of like it was the day before the concert, and I had told her what was up with the tickets. I was like, um, we're on a guest list. They sold out. It may or may not happen. I'll find out tomorrow. She was like, cool. And she also likes that band. When I went over to her house, she had the album of the Nashville sound. Uh, it was one of their albums that came out two years ago, or maybe three now, and was like, oh, I I happen to bah, 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 know some members of that band. So I was looking pretty cool, looking pretty slick, and I was like, yeah, uh, we'll go to this concert. And the day before, 
I'm on a hike with my buddy and his girlfriend, and she calls me. And she's like, hey, I got some bad news. Um, so I I forgot to mention that I'm dating someone, or I, there's, I have this long relationship <laughs> oh, yeah, that. with some guy in Indiana. I'm like, What? Okay, yeah. And, uh, I, and I told him about the concert, and he got upset, so I can't go. I sh- I'm like. So, back, can we back up? Yeah. Uh, First like, of all, this is how close we are with Spencer. We didn't know this girl existed until just moments ago. <laughs> um, How did you meet this girl? On the online dating apps. And what kind of pretense I'm. I assume for dating, if that's the case, but it was casual. Like we've been on like five, maybe six or seven dates. Whatever. Okay. So it was like we liked each other. We cut. You know, we were both very busy. Did you ever cuddle? Well, yeah. Okay. So there was cuddling. Uh, nice. So well, there was. So like, I said, does there's all the other stuff we've done together. Did you tell them about that? <laughs> right. I feel like a concert. Concert would is fall pretty, pretty low, low down on the, on the list. Yeah. So red flag. Uh. So anyway, I was I was just like, okay, whatever. So I ended up bringing my roommate to the concert. Nice. Had a little bro date. Did he put out? He. I tried. It got mm. a little awkward, especially in the back seat of my friend's car. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. I'll bummer. see if I can crack that nut later. <laughs> well, maybe Mr. Indiana was on to her. Yeah, yeah. Weird. So she. I still don't believe it. She lives here. Yes. And you've been seeing her for months. Had been seeing her for months. Yeah. And she just. They, they, I'm trying to make sense of this. I she, I I still like her a lot. She's a very nice person. It just it was. Well, it doesn't kinda, really sound like it though. But it kind of came out of the blue. Like she was like, "Can I come to your show on opening night?" I was like, "Cool, yeah." I was like, and I wanted to introduce her to some friends. So it was kind of like you know we liked each other. And then all of a sudden, relationship in Indiana came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, you might want to just ask her, hey. Is Mr. Indiana going to be okay with you coming to see me naked on stage? I, among other things, there's a lot of other things right. besides a concert, right? In, that was in our future and our past. That right. Probably that uh, Mr. Midwest wouldn't feel on, wouldn't feel comfortable. With. Yeah. Wow. Hey, so I had some news. Are yes. we done with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My heartbreak. Yeah, we're done. Um, I'm oh, sorry, God. Spencer, but we didn't even know she existed. This is so. good. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. That this is the first we're hearing of this young lady. Well, it's like you. you we don't like introduce everyone to your friends when you start. Well, dating your former hurricane. That's true. Hair cutter. Your former. <laughs> all right, let me start that again. Your former lover cuts yes. my hair still. Oh, does she really? Oh, I'm not okay with that. I got to... No, I'm not okay with that. Really? I don't think How's Spencer's that? okay with that either. I don't care. He's she's, upset. She's probably very good at cutting hair. She's By yeah. now, yeah. I haven't seen her in a while, actually. Oh. But she was... Your hair looks freshly cut. It's getting cut this week. But By her? Oh, good. No, not that Well, tell her I said hey. <laughs> she's only working during the day. I'm so itchy. So, hey, I just wanted to share a little... Uh, Sue's gotten into the glitter. <laughs> Glitter's okay. code for PCP on this show. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Okay. okay. So, I, by the way, I'm going to use that all the time. So I have some news. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> what what news would you like to share, Sue? I think that's so funny. No, it's oh actual news. I thought like, yeah, yeah, these no. were two topics I wanted to talk <laughs> about. I know Spencer's got a hard out, so. Oh, do you? Oh. 
I do. On well, the yeah. stage. Hello. <laughs> what What is the hard out? Uh, three. Oh, oh okay. yeah. All right. So here's wow, his. three. Is that soft? That's a hard. Oh. All right. Yeah. Grower. Shower. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> Just. Hi, <wow>. mom. <laughs> Hopefully a grower. My parents don't know I've been doing this podcast for like oh, 11 they years. They know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mine don't either. Okay. Thank God. Uh, Susan. Yes. Oh, no. These were just a couple of items that I thought were interesting <laughs> that I read about what was going on in Ukraine and Russia. Okay. So, um, you know how they want us to put sanctions on Putin? Yeah, yeah. So, one organization did put sanctions on Putin. And I thought it was interesting. Um, so the International Judo Federation announced that it was nice. suspending President Vladimir Putin from his post as the group's honorary president. I oh, mean, hit the guy, right? Hard. That's hit. a harsh one. That he's probably like. At that point, you just withdraw the troops. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's a bad, you know, what a stain. What yeah. a mark on your permanent record. I'm sure it hurt him because he's a big judo guy, I guess. Uh yeah, D- the um the International Equestrian Society also right um made him put a shirt on. They revoked so his a- Costco card. <laughs> no more buying in bulk for you. Like what else has Bl- Vladimir Putin been sanctioned, excommunicated from? Costco. That's about it. So and then the Burger Ga- King, his Burger King gallery. Kids Club. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Lowe's black tickets. Well, the Russians within Russia are being very vocal and standing up against him. Like, they're coming out to the streets. They the can't re- The Russians that are, yeah. they're like, this is not what we want. Yeah, I, yeah. every headline I see, he's, it just looks like it's a complete shit show over there. Yeah, but he's so powerful over there. He runs, no. yeah, like, it doesn't matter what they do. He has control to everything. That, especially all the weapons. And I don't yeah, get... He's acti- activating nuclear weapons. Right so now. China likes Russia, right? Yeah, that's not going to happen, though. No, be- what I'm thinking is, like, it's happened countless times before where the CIA will just pop a leader, right? Right. And it's like, yeah, they make it, something happens, you I know? Like we've gotten soft since Kennedy, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was shit in the 80s, right? This shit With, uh... Uh, the Americans in like yeah, yeah, yeah. Central America yeah those are like third world countries though so why wouldn't if this is potentially a huge world war situation it's not can't well, that's all I keep hearing though is that this could be world war three so dramatic huh? I, that's what I that's what I want to believe is that yeah. it's a very dramatized version of what's actually going on but if it is can we not just shoot them I'm sure that's been talked about before, but then again, <laughs> right? I, well, I don't think I'm the first person to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, you know, what's interesting is we are now on the same side as Iran and Iraq. They all hate them too. The Taliban right. came out as like calling for people to chill out. <laughs> the Taliban's <laughs> like, the Taliban's like, hey, why are you guys fighting? Yeah. The cha- I don't know what the Taliban's been doing, but they they have they have relaxed quite a bit. Yeah. They've been um, fighting Russia in Afghanistan at the Khyber Pass for years. Hold on. Now so, they got their own like meditation channel on YouTube. It's very strange. It's not true. Okay. So we left Afghanistan. 
That was a big thing, right? Uh-huh. Boo, Biden sucks. We left Afghanistan. We armed the Afghan like in the Afghanis. Is it yeah, Afghani? To fight against the Russians. To fight against the Russians. Right. Yeah. So everyone they, learned about this in Charlie Wilson's war. Thank right. you, Tom Hanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I learned about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't know what happened? I watched it on a bus to Wait, we put uh, Saddam Hussein in power? I saw Charlie Wilson's war on a bus with my dad to Atlantic City back in the day. That's the most obscure place to watch that movie, I think. Yeah. I've seen many movies that way. Um, but when we left Afghanistan, ever like people were losing their shit. Right? It was like a lot of people, a lot of Americans were like, I can't believe we're leaving Afghanistan. Right. Well, But doesn't it seem like since then, like very little... Well, you're not living over there. You don't really know what's going on. They're making all the women not go to college. Like, if you were going to college, you can't go to college if men are there. Like I thought that they, were, like Spencer said, relaxed a lot of the. No, there's still a lot of bad shit going on over but there. But they are we don't getting have there, news outlets. right? Well, getting where aren't like women like allowed to like read and drive now? I, for, like, I am not defending the Taliban. <laughs> no. I want to make that very clear. No, not again. No, they'll kill you. <laughs> if your daughter isn't going to marry someone in the Taliban, they'll kill you. Okay, well, obviously that's objectively wrong, but I heard that they were like getting like, they were getting better, a little more westernized. Uh, well, Netflix is helping out a lot, I think. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's got a Netflix subscription. So here's the other second story I thought was kind of interesting. So um, I have news. Are you done? <laughs> so the UK, Ukraine President um, Zelensky um, nice. Jew- wanted nice Jewish boy. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, his grandfather fought the was, Nazis. Fought was one of four brothers that survived. Yeah. The Nazis. Nice. He was. Yeah. I like him. And then, yeah, his grandfather. Is the grandfather still alive? So he rejected the Kremlin's offer to have talks in Belarus because he said that that country has taken Russia's side in the conflict. Yeah, you're walking into a fucking buzzsaw. And the Kremlin said on Sunday that a Russian delegation had already arrived in Belarus for potential talks. So that's where it had to be because they already arrived there. Well, go somewhere else. I'm like, can they not go to Poland? <laughs> Well, you know, they already made it there. They have their hotel reservations. <laughs> they, like, it's non-refundable. It's a really, it's a really difficult no, situation. No, we used a Groupon. We have to. <laughs> they, <laughs> uh, the promotional value is going to expire. Okay. They have their rental car agreements. You know, you can't ever really get that deposit back. I also love that the uh, retired professional heavyweight boxers Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko. The Klitschkos. They're they're on the front line. I don't know on the front lines, but they're. Yeah. They're, they're soldiers in the in the fight against Russia. Yeah, they have uh, people lining up making Molotov cocktails. I, I don't think they should bring boxing gloves to a gunfight. No, I'm well, sure there's weapons. Uh, that, yeah. yeah. Are I mean, they? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. ooh, they're, ooh they're, they're, I'm like, yeah, but they're boxers. They're not, they don't want to shoot guns. Well, but they know how to. They look intimidating. Punch. Yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. There's only so much you can do when they're dropping bombs yeah it's like no one's a war here it's like you, you're just getting shit on from the sky i'm sure they have some sort of discipline that your normal you know joe well, schmo of course or they're joe schmo calls they're incredibly have. well accomplished athletes 
Right, but used well, to pummel people for a living. Yeah, physically, sure, they're going to be in better shape than most. But I think, like boxing, is like a you have to mentally train too. Well, it's all a of discipline. this just made me think that we're we need a new Rocky movie. Yeah, Rocky ended the Cold War. Rocky Four ended the Cold War. Oh, right, because we had. I I don't get if, the reference. If I could change. He was fighting the Russian, you could right? Change. Wasn't he fighting the Russian guy? Yeah. yeah, he was fighting communism. Go ahead. He was fighting uh, the wall that Mr. Reagan would kept talking about. Give Give me a Rocky. My nose, my brain is coming out my nose. That's more like John Travolta, Rocky. But yeah, that was a crossover. Yeah. Uh, now, do Sylvester Stallone in Greece? <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Did she put up a fight? Oh, I thought uh, you meant uh, the country Greece. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I did. That's, that would make my brain bleed. I'm like, uh... <laughs> I don't know if I say gyro or gyro. Hey, let me get some more feta cheese. That's that, and that's the extent of what we all know about Greece. Yeah, that's it. Is euros and feta cheese? Hey, goat goat cheese, pretty good. Oh man. <laughs> well, if Turkey got it, went into war with Russia, would Greece help? <laughs> My God. Oof. It'll be another th- th- four and a half months, five months until we record again. <laughs> We had that much, that much time off, and yeah. we got we got we're heavy hitting with the with the deli jokes. Oh, Sue, that was wonderful. Oh. He's watching Sue's face as she said it, like it clicked in her brain, and she's then like, she's laughing uncontrollably. Uh, Great. All right, do it. Say it again. Let's get a clean one. So if. Turkey got, went to war with Russia. <laughs> Would Greece help? <laughs> it's okay. It's I okay. love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, oh, man. I got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> well, you know, they like to attack from behind. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we know. Never leave your buddies behind. That's uh, motto. the motto of the Greece Army. Yeah. Cool. Wow, we just all the steam just. Fell I know, out I know. Huh? I, I just hit a wall. Um, <clears throat> what else? That's it. Thanks for listening. Don't. Uh, do we go out on a high note usually? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Hold on. So, are we on a high note right now? Oh, that was it. What I thought that was it. All right. Okay. Bye. That's going to be good. Sue, I want that edited very heavily. In fact, speed it up a bit. I want you to adjust the pitch. Speed it up, adjust the pitch back down so that we're talking in our normal... uh, Is it a timber? Timbre? Hold on, are you, is this for reals or is this for the? Podcast? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to sound like we were talking I got a lot faster. Thinking about the war, I'm like, and then like, can we just have some, not some shit for a while? Like, we're just like, we still gotta handle all this fucking COVID. By the way, I haven't heard about it a lot lately. Yeah. Is, is there is there a new variant? I heard there's a new variant. 